0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Trevor Tortomasi with today's episode of EZ News. New data shows that the government's vaccine registration system, email 疫苗登记系统, saw heavy usage on its first day. The appointment platform, designed by Digital Minister Audrey Tang, was opened yesterday on a trial basis to residents of Jinmen, Mazu, and Penghu, who fall under categories 9 and 10 on the government's vaccine priority list. Now, the Central Epidemic Command Center says the system is open to people in Categories 9 and 10 all across Taiwan, and 1.48 million people have registered to be inoculated so far. Category 9 covers people age 18 to 64 who are at risk due to rare or serious illnesses or other conditions. Category 10 consists of people aged between 50 and 64. Vaccines are currently available only for those in Categories 1 to 8, and government data indicates that over 2.5 million people have been vaccinated. And the Ministry of Education is responding to reports of a Taipei daycare opening for classes. Media reports say the private daycare, Siying in Nehu District began accepting students at the facility again on Monday, despite the continued level 3 lockdown, with 16 children currently attending. The MOE says official ministry policy dictates that people who are frontline emergency workers or those who are unable to provide care during the day may still apply to send their children to daycare or school. The ministry says in those cases, schools must still provide food, care, and learning opportunities for the students. The MOE also points out that the NEHU daycare has taken strict precautions, allowing only four students in each classroom seated apart and separated by plastic dividers. Ministry officials say they are also conducting regular checks and inspections to ensure that schools that are operating are following all government regulations. And Lebanon's caretaker prime minister is warning that the country is hurtling toward a social explosion. Hassan Diab spoke to diplomats in Lebanon, Lebanon, on Tuesday, and has asked the international community for assistance. Shejul to prevent the demise of the nation facing multiple crises. Lebanon's economic and financial crisis has unfolded since late 2019, spiraling out of control in this country of over 6 million, including more than a million Syrian refugees. And Lebanese politicians have failed to agree on forming a new government nearly a year after Diab's cabinet resigned. Diab urged friendly nations to extend assistance despite the lack of a new government, saying that linking aid to reform of a deeply corrupt system has become a threat to the lives of Lebanese and to the country's stability. And lawmakers in the U.S. state of California have approved reparations, for victims who were either forcibly or coercively sterilized by the state. The state's new budget, which is awaiting Governor Gavin Newsom's signature, includes $7.5 million for the program. Assemblywoman Wendy Carrillo says the goal is to pay victims $25,000 each. The states of North Carolina and Virginia have also approved reparations for forced sterilization victims in recent years. California's sterilization program began in 1909 and lasted until 1979, forcibly sterilizing 20,000 people. A state audit in 2014 found 144 women were sterilized while in state prison between 2005 and 2013, and auditors found in 39 cases the state did not obtain proper consent. And finally, Sydney's two-week lockdown has been extended for another week due to the vulnerability of an Australian population largely unvaccinated against COVID-19. The extension means most children will not return to school next week following their mid-year break. New South Wales state leaders say the extension through July 16th was made on health advice because a number of cases were still infectious. 27 new infections reported today were from the Delta variant, Delta 一种病毒 which is considered more contagious than the original coronavirus or other variants. Currently, only 9% of Australian adults are fully vaccinated. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Trevor Tortomasi.